Antonio's clothes. He sent a message to the king. Why have Antonio clothes? Let him come to me, that he may learn <coughs> the prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and halted at the entrance of Elijah's house. Elijah sent a messenger to him, saying, Go, wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored, and you shall be clean. <coughs> but Naaman became angry and went away, saying, I thought that for me he would surely come out and stand and call on the name of the Lord, Lord his God, and would wave his hand over the spot and kill the leprosy. Anak, Abana, and Papa, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? He turned and went away in a rage. But his servants approached and said to him, Father, if the prophet had commanded you to do something difficult, would you not have done it? How much more when all he said to you was, wash and be clean? So he went down and immersed himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. His flesh was restored like the flesh of a young boy, and he was clean. The word of the Lord. We'll chant the Benedictus on the hymn sheet, the Benedictus on the hymn sheet.
taken from Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 to 16. My friends, if anyone is detected in a transgression, you have received the Spirit. You who have received the Spirit should restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Take care that you yourselves are not tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. For if those who are nothing think they are something, they deceive themselves. You must test your, their own work, then that work, rather than their neighbor's work, will become a cause for pride. For all, who, for all must carry their own loads. Those who are taught the word must share in all good things with their teacher. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For you reap whatever you sow. If you sow to your own flesh, you will reap corruption from the flesh. But if you sow to the Spirit, you will reap eternal life from the Spirit. So let us not grow weary of doing what is right, for we will reap a harvest time. We will reap at harvest time, and if we do not give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all, and especially for those of the family of faith. See what large letters I make when I am writing in my own hand. It is those who want to make a good showing in the flesh that try to compel you to be circumcised, only that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. Even the circumcised do not themselves obey the law, but they want you to be circumcised so that they may boast about your flesh. May I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by which the world has been crucified to me and to the world. For neither circumcision nor uncircumcision is anything, but a new creation is everything. As for those who will follow the rule, peace be upon them, the mercy and the mercy and upon Israel and upon the Israel of God. This is the word of the Lord. I left my glasses at home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The Arkansas 321. 321. <laughs>
The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. A man called by God, a man himself sent by God to a people, comes to the realization that the mission field requires many, but the laborers are few. What is he to do? To this given task of mission given to him, help is to be found. Is this a story we have seen before? In my personal reflections about this gospel story, an earlier story came to mind. The book of Exodus shares with us this relatable story. The book of Exodus tells us a story of God's revelation on earth through his servant Moses, whom he has both called and sent. God revealed to all his character in responding to the suffering of the oppressed people within Egypt. With the participation of Moses, the people have been freed from their taskmasters in Egypt. Moses, a man called by God, has partly fulfilled his mission. The peoples have been led out of Egypt. Through his participation and with the strong arm of the Lord, the peoples have been freed from bondage. But between the place where they were in before and the place where they are to be delivered, the peoples need guidance and support whose source is the Lord. Through Moses, the people receive the instruction, yet Moses is one man. The task of resolving all disputes as well as delivering to the, na as well as delivering to the nation God's statutes and instructions is much for one man. On the good advice of his father-in-law, Moses chose able men from all Israel to serve in a task of resolving disputes between the people. The task, the mission of leading the nation of Israel to the promised land is made easier. Support for the peoples needing to live together along the way is given. Triumph as well as challenges are shared together. In this case, the mission field is defined by those in relationship to God by covenant. The Israelites themselves are the mission field. The mission is contained within a body of one people. They have been called together as one people and are to be delivered together as one people to the promised land. For God keeps his promises. The book of Numbers continues the story of God's revelation on earth through his servant Moses, whom he has both called and sent. With God's help, Moses continues his mission of leading the people across the wilderness of the desert to the promised land. This time, it was the Lord himself who suggested Moses needed the help of 70 others. The book of Numbers tells us, the Lord said to Moses, gather for me 70 of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them, 
Bring them to the tent at meeting and have them take their place with you. I will come down and talk with you there and I will take some of the spirit that is on you and put it on them. And they shall bear the burden of the people along with you that you will not bear it all by yourself. The Gospel of Luke tells us the story of God's revelation on earth, God's only Son, Jesus of Nazareth, through whom the peoples of Jerusalem and elsewhere received the good news. The kingdom of God has come near. In Luke's telling of the Gospel story, something more is emphasized. God's love is generous. God's love is also for those peoples. God's love is also for those outside of the peoples identified by covenant relationship with him. To the Jews and Gentiles alike, God welcomes all willing to turn to him through his son. Sent through his son, sent to the peoples to begin the work of gathering. The gathering of the peoples lost and estranged from God and from each other due to, due to the condition of sin presents throughout this fallen world. This mission purposefully extends beyond the one body of people defined by the covenant relationship with God. To this mission field now expanded to the work of Jesus, others are chosen to help. The mission field now expanded through Jesus is unique in one other way. The 70 are sent ahead of Jesus. Unlike Moses, sent before who needed easing from the burdens within his mission, the 70 are not sent in place of Jesus. To all of the places the 70 are sent, Jesus will make himself known. Jesus does an interesting thing. Those who he has sent are not simply to be his voice of testimony. The 70 sent in prayers are to be the embodiment of the good news of the kingdom of God come near. Just as Jesus is himself the revelation of God amongst the peoples. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. The missionaries are instructed. Those sent to give testimony that God is worthy of our trust will be able to do so from personal experience. For the God whom they proclaim as provider will, pr will prove himself in providing all that they need on their journey. Just as he did with his people Israel, whom he liberated from oppression from under Pharaoh, king of Egypt. It is one thing to speak the words of a story. It is another to be able to share from your own personal experience of your connection with God who has provided for you. Their testimony is to begin with a fundamental truth about God. Peace. Peace to this house. A foundational truth in our understanding of God is that God brings order to chaos. God brings peace and order into places where there is disorder. 
as demonstrated through the work of his only son, Jesus, peace that God offers is likewise achieved to the gathering, to the act of gathering the peoples together. Finding and gathering the lost sheep. Where the symptoms of sin manifest themselves, that is, from places of estrangement, the work of reconciliation begins anew. Peace to this house is thus an invitation back into communion with our Creator, an invitation extended from our Lord and Savior, Jesus, an invitation personally delivered by one of the pairs of 70 sent into the wider world on mission. The testimony, the kingdom of God has come near to you, is a testimony delivered both in word and deed. The peoples receiving the message see before them a pair of messengers. The relationship between the pair offers its own testimony. That they come as a pair honors the, tradi honors the traditional understanding that testimony requires a, support, a supporting witness. From within the heritage of those sent on mission, these words of the book of Deuteronomy speak to their understanding. A single witness shall not suffice. Only on the witness, only on the evidence of two or three witnesses shall a charge be sustained. The testimony of two is sufficient. Those sent to deliver the, good, the message of the good news are given the good news of prophecy to reflect upon on their journey and mission. To the 70 he is sending, Jesus says this, Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs in the midst of wolves. Book of Isaiah gives to the reader the image of the future kingdom in peace. From Isaiah 11.6, it is written, the wolf, shall the wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the, with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. A similar portrayal is given in Isaiah 65, verse 25. There it is written, the wolf and lamb shall feed together, the lion shall eat straw like the ox, but the serpent, its food shall be dust. They shall not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountains, says the Lord. To the 70 have been given powerful images for encouragement along the way. It helps to be able to visualize the outcome when working towards a goal. Can we agree? Yet, in the imagery of the lamb and the wolves, it could perhaps also be said the 70 have been given a sober warning also, as part of their preparation. As the Lord warned Moses of what he was to expect upon delivering his message to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so the 70 to be sent on mission are prepared for what they too may face. In God's kingdom, lamb and wolves are at peace with each other. 
In a fallen world, tainted by the consequence of sin, the lamb has good reason to fear the wolves. Indeed, Jesus himself has personally faced hostility in delivering the message. The kingdom of God has come near. Can those sent ahead of Jesus to deliver the same message expect to always receive a positive response? Surely not. Yet the instructions given by Jesus to the 70 are built upon the solid foundation of mercy. To those who receive the message, blessings are given. The power of God revealed through His Son, our Lord Jesus, is revealed again to the works of the 70 within the homes of the believers. The sick are cured and made whole through the blessing of the Lord. All who are witness to such things are given a foretaste of the kingdom of God proclaimed. To those who reject the message, mercy is given. Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near, the people are told. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. The message of mercy given to the non-believers. Invitation into the kingdom of God is given to all peoples. Wholeness is one of the many blessings given to those who accept the invitation. For we invite, sorry, for, for the invite came from our Lord and Savior Jesus. God so loved the world that he sent his only son. Jesus so loved the world that he sent the 70 into the world. To the 70 sent on mission, encouragement was given through the reminders from scripture, visions of what the kingdom defined by peace and righteousness looks like. To the 70 was also given a realistic picture of the challenges they may face. In the earlier example of the 70, in the earlier example of the 70 were called to minister within their own community. To serve their own community was their calling. In the latter example of the gospel, the 70 were called to go beyond their community. Their calling was in effect to participate in the building of a much greater community in Jesus' name. For the kingdom of God has come near. In both instances, the pattern of mission is set to be called and sent. Those called to mission are not called for their own sake. Those called to mission are called for the sake of others. The mission of the 70 continues today in the mission of the church. The Lord who commissioned and, and sent the 70 is the same Lord who is the head of the church today. The question this gospel lesson from Luke challenges us with is this. Are we participants or ministers? Is the totality of our response of faith as Christians to simply attend worship and go home? Or are we like the 70 sent into the wider community, those who have accepted the fullness of their calling in choosing to minister to those both inside and outside of their immediate faith community.
The 70 were sent with a specific truth to declare, a specific message to share. The kingdom of God has come near. To those who rejected the message, the truth is still made known to them. The kingdom of God is near. In the places they were received, the 70 who were sent did not enter people's homes for celebration. In the homes where they were received, they performed the work of ministers in healing the sick. The truth of the kingdom of God come near is made known to the willing recipients, both in word and deed. The pattern of ministry, the pattern of mission, seen in the presence and work of our Lord and Savior Jesus, is followed by those sent in the name of Jesus. One final note. Jesus does an interesting thing. To his returning missionaries celebrating power wielded over the demons, Jesus offers a lesson. Their focus is not to be on the exercise of power in their role as ministers. Rather, they are to celebrate being part of the mission itself. The same character of humility Jesus himself has shown, though he is also God's revelation on earth, Son of God, our Lord and Savior Jesus, is a character of humility these 70 missionaries should also possess. In closing, I'll say this. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. Today's lesson from Luke is a lesson about mission. From the beginning, God has always called upon human participation in his plans. Jesus called and sent the 70. To the world broken with people scattered and estranged from God and from each other, good news had to be sent. The kingdom of God has come near. The work of reaching the broken and the scattered continues to this day. The challenge we as church are given is in the form of the question, are we participants or ministers? Will we accept the call to be people of mission? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
sponsored by Geraldine Berry, who gives thanks to God for the blessings that he has bestowed on her life and her family throughout the years. We do appreciate the support shown to the church by the continued sponsorship of the bulletin throughout the year. At this point, we extend heartfelt thanks to all those who played a part in the service this morning, as well as those who assist on a weekly basis in the preparation of the church. We'd like to say thank you, well, thank you to um, Deacon Thomas for being here this morning and to share a very serious message about um, mission, the work of
together. 